Hello and welcome to the Regroup Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Walker. So this is Numero Uno, podcast number one. Even though I've been recording podcasts with my guests now for a few months, it is now time to put them out to the world. And so with that, I figure that it's pretty important to do an introduction podcast, a recording that lets you know who I am and what my background is and why on earth you should listen to me ramble on for such a long time. Look, I am totally ad-libbing this intro right now. I really hope that you join me on this journey uh, in having amazing conversations with people from all different walks of life. And over the course of the program that is the Regroup podcast, I'm sure that I'll reveal many things about myself and hopefully you will come to appreciate my style of communication, um, the way that I formulate my thoughts and most importantly, the way that I conduct conversations in my interactions with other people. I guess the main reason that I thought that I would do this podcast is because I've been given feedback over many years that the conversations that I'm able to initiate and sustain are quite valuable and they're worthwhile. And so I was encouraged to do something like this where people do get the opportunity to have a, have a listen to the, the kinds of uh, things that I like to develop dialogues about. So, yeah, a little bit about me. I, as I record this, I'm currently 40 years old. Um, I am a father of two sons, amazing children. And I work professionally as a provisional psychologist for community mental health team currently. After many years of studying psychology, uh, I taught, lectured and um, managed tutorials for the Department of Psychology. Uh, I also have degree in social sciences where I double majored in anthropology and sociology. I wrote my psychology thesis on using skateboarding as an intervention for ADHD. Um, Previously to working in my current role, I've worked in prison for corrective services. I've also worked in child protection uh, and in residential youth work. Uh, Before that, I owned a business, my own skateboard shop, and I ran my own professional skateboard coaching and mentoring business. I have worked professionally as a musician, as a singer, uh, both in original bands and in uh, playing background covers for events, Uh, I've been an MC at many events, DJ, parties and weddings, 
have produced all sorts of music uh, from recording and mixing and mastering rock to uh, recording, producing my own electronic dance music, experimental music and psychedelic trance. Well, that um, makes it sound like I've I've done a lot, and you know what I, I have I've done quite a bit in my short life, and many varied things too. I've just had a shot at lots of different things, and along that pathway, discovered many things that I don't want in my life. Uh, which has brought me closer to the things that are more meaningful and things that I, I want to continue to pursue. So with that said, you know, the diversity of my background, I think really lends itself to having a mind that is is quite open. You know, I've been um, exposed to various different walks of life, rub shoulders with people from those different social milieus, uh, from you know, punk, rebel, skaters, uh, you know, drug-dependent, um, traumatised beings, all the way up to uh, you know, really wealthy um, but spiritually depleted, ignorant, greedy people. Um, I was born into a fairly typical um, middle-class family in the suburbs of South Australia. And I have travelled quite extensively throughout Australia and throughout the world. And I've come to develop a quite a multifaceted perspective of, of life. So I'm hoping to share this with you guys throughout this, this podcast series. So I should tell you a little bit about what Regroup, the podcast, is, is actually about. And first of all, I want to take you right back to the original conception of, of what Regroup is and where that... that name actually came from so regroup as a concept was originally created after 2011 oh by the way i'm a bit of a comedian sometimes not really but when i say funny stuff like that i'll just roll with it in 2011 there was a natural Disaster um, by the name of Cyclone Yasi. Cyclone Yasi was a particularly significant event in my life, given that I was not present in Final and Queensland when Cyclone Yasi developed and, and then hit the coast. I was I was in Melbourne at the time, and uh, I was I, I will say on a bit of a bit of a spiritual pilgrimage. Uh, I had been working extremely hard uh, doing my research, uh, trying to raise a young family, trying to run our business. 
and um, I hadn't had much time to really sort of rest or, or go away and have have time doing things that brought me joy and in 2011 I got the opportunity to to go down to Melbourne and uh, participate in Alex Gray the great visionary artist uh, exhibition and workshop that he was doing in, in Melbourne and concurrently there was a Tool concert um, Tool being one of my biggest influences as, as uh, music artists and as philosophers um, I was fortunate enough to uh, be put on the guest list and it was a trip of a lifetime essentially it was a spiritual pilgrimage I was going down uh, to uh, to see Alex Gray and I got to meet Alex Gray and, and then I got to be a guest at the Tool concert and that was my focus so when this cyclone built it was a quite a surreal experience for me because uh, being in Melbourne for Alex Gray and, and Tool events, my children, my young children, uh, they were only uh, six and, and five at the time, uh, they were in final the Queensland. And the fact that I wasn't there with them to support them through what turned out to be their first ever natural disaster experience um, was it was sort of tearing me. Uh, one hand, I had their mother encouraging me to to take the opportunity and in, enjoy the the experience in Melbourne, um, but at the same time, I, I could feel uh, through that uh, empathic spiritual connection that parents have with the children. You know the. Um, the confusion that my children were going through, and, and that was that was quite uh, tearing. Suffice to say that uh, there became a time when the cyclone built up too much, and flights were cancelled, and I couldn't come back anyway. So I was sort of uh, stranded in Melbourne, and I I just had to ride it out and and experience the. Uh, the depths of, of despair and worry and concern um, for my children, but also for the community that, that I'd lived in for many, many years and come to love, but then also experience this, this amazing band that, that I was there to see. The night that Tall played was the night that Cyclone Yasi reached the coast and uh, turned out to be quite destructive, fortunately, uh, the area that I live in, far northern Queensland, in Cairns, uh, wasn't as affected as many other parts of the coastline further south, and uh, it, it all ended up okay. Um, well, not for some of the communities further down south; they were quite significantly affected by the cyclone. Um, 
but uh, my my family and my community um, were quite quite fortunate in the fact that the cyclone uh, didn't cause as much devastation as it did further down south. While I was down in Melbourne, though, I had this this idea that after this cyclone has done its damage that the community is going to need to rebuild and, and re-establish its flow uh, as in terms of its its social energies and uh, obviously its commerce and um, just generally needing to get back on its feet. So I essentially had this kind of vision to get back to Cairns and do what I could to, to help any, any immediate um, needs. And then I wanted to put together an event. Uh, primarily, I wanted the event to be a opportunity for people to come together and experience joy and as a community flourish uh, in dance and in abundance and in creativity and rekindle uh, our, our sense of uh, shared uh, rejuvenation to move past the, this experience. And so I, I did that. I came back and I put this idea out there and without with sparing you all the real details uh, of how I did it, the community really came together. And because of the, the response that I got from putting out the idea to have this event um, and it, its main purpose being you know, to, to really come back together as a community, as a collective, as a, a group, who really needed to move forward together uh, the concept of regrouping as as spiritual beings as uh, psychologically strengthened beings uh, was responded to uh, incredibly uh, blew me away and and the support that came in uh, was just it was really evident that this was something that uh, was really valued conceptually by the community and uh, we ended up being able to put on an event and bring up incredible music uh, there was amazing international artists uh, incredible um, market stalls and presentations and, and it was incredible and we ended up raising money it was uh, like a donation entry to the event we raised money and uh, part of that money we actually uh, used to develop a team of people who went down to uh, the cyclone affected areas and uh, we literally just helped local residents i mean whatever way we could uh, clear, clear up fallen trees and debris from the yards and um, rebuild gardens and whatever we could at the time and we also uh, experienced that year uh, the nuclear disaster that happened uh, in Japan and so uh, 
it was decided by the, the community who attended Regroup because we put a survey at the event asking how people would like to spend the proceeds from this fundraiser. We, we ended up sending uh, some of the proceeds to Dr. Mizuru Emoto, whose work on the vibration of, of water uh, is uh, you know, it's a phenomenal uh, research design and an amazing insight into how uh, energies and thought can actually change the physical structure of, well, at least water. So given that he, at the time, really wanted to contribute to this disaster that happened in Japan by uh, treating the the water that was affected, the water supply, uh, we sent some funds over to try and support the work that he was doing. Um, so regroup as a concept is very meaningful to me and, and it really represents... Uh, you know, pe- people coming together and you know navigating difficult times and and renewing, replenishing, uh, reactivating. It, it to me it signifies uh, that that capacity that we have as humans to uh, to navigate difficulty and overcome um, despair and inequity and intolerance and pain and suffering which to me um, are quite inherent in in being and coming together and and grouping together as a collective is uh, proven throughout history to be an effective way that we can learn from each other and be able to, to, to navigate the, the difficulties that arise. So at this time, uh, it is now 2019, I believe that we're in very interesting times. You know, we've been facing immense technological evolution, uh, which is creating uh, so much change in many different spheres throughout life, economic, political, spiritual. Um, There is just so much change happening all the time. And as a psychologist, I feel very attuned to the uh, sense of of hopelessness uh, that people have have felt uh, over the previous few years. However, at this time, I'm, I'm feeling a real sense of people wanting to generate hope and wanting to move past um, the, the fact that you know, suffering and misery seems to be inherent in, in existing. I'm seeing a lot of amazing transformation happening uh, within spheres that a few years ago, I think, uh, were quite dark and and very difficult to understand how they were going to uh, unfurl. Uh, you know, domains like um, equality uh, and you know, the uh, the gender gap, uh, the in- infallibility of religious institutions, the apparent infallibility of religious institutions. 
Um, these are just things that I'm I'm pulling off the top of my head. You know, I, I I thought long about whether or not I should write down exactly what I was going to say in this intro, but I'm just rattling it off the top of my head. And to be honest, there's so many things that I I could probably say about how and why I'm I'm doing this podcast, but I just I really just want to try and express it in in my my voice that you know what I'm trying to do here is provide a platform for people to develop dialogues to navigate through these changes that we're undergoing right now in 2019 at this time in our story I believe that with mediums like the internet and modalities like podcasts we have the ability and the capacity to really transform the human landscape and as somebody who has had the experiences that I've had, I feel that I can contribute in a productive and an adaptive way to maybe contribute at least to dialogues so that we can start formulating some plans together on how we can make the future the way that we want it to be. So fundamentally, that's the purpose behind what I'm doing here. I'm, um, I'm attempting to provide a platform so that people can speak about whatever it is that they feel is important. The people that I know in my life, they all have interesting things to say. Whether they have chosen a path where uh, they you know, have found uh, spiritual enrichment through music or whether or not they've conducted immense academic studies and are uh, practicing in some real elite professional field. I think everybody has a story. Everybody has got something meaningful that they can share with one another. And that's what I'm trying to do in this podcast. I'm trying to regroup with my fellow humans and explore through language, through conversation, what some of the ideas are that people have out there that just might present some insight so that we can be the change that we want to see in the world. So I think I've pretty much captured mostly what this is all about. And this is all new for me. Uh, I'm trying to work full time as well and raise my children. And I'm totally doing this part-time at this stage but I invite people to come and speak if, if you would like to be part of, of this uh, I invite you, get in touch uh, I hope that through the conversations that I have been able to record so far that I will release that you'll while listening be able to ascertain that I have a certain style that hopefully facilitates uh, trust and uh, comfort so that anybody feels as though they could have a conversation with me and share what is important and meaningful to them but also perhaps through my style uh, be facilitated to expand on their thoughts and extrapolate further on 
you know, how maybe together we can work out some some methods and some processes uh, to move forward. So get in touch if you're interested in, in speaking with me. Uh, I'm open to, to any topics. This is not a podcast where I want to sort of pigeonhole any particular theme. The theme really is to regroup with my fellow humans. So I invite you to get in touch and come on the show. So I think I'm going to leave it there. And I am going to share with you the theme song that I've selected for uh, for Regroup Podcast. Um, the track that I am going to use to bring in uh, the conversations is a track that I produced together with my oldest son um, it was some fun that we had uh, when he showed some interest in music production and I was successful in engaging him long enough to actually work through you know, how to how to actually create some beats and how to layer some um, some bass and some synth over it and uh, he recorded some vocals, so the voice that you're hearing in this theme song is that of my beloved son. And uh, I'm gonna play the the whole track that we created for you here uh, on this intro, and then in following uh, podcasts, uh, it's just a little snippet of it. So. Please enjoy this this track that I made with with my son, and I really hope that you uh, stick around and, and have a listen to some of the conversations that I've had, and that I will have as I release them throughout the year. So welcome to Regroup Podcast, and I'm so grateful that you're listening to this right now, and hope that you'll join me on this journey of exploring dialogue and regrouping with my fellow humans. Yeah. 